Hi everyone, I'm Sana. And I'm Kay, and you're listening to Vestry Board. And for today, we have a special guest, our teacher, Ms. Trina. Ms. Trina, do you want to oh, introduce no. yourself? Ms. <laughs> <laughs> can you introduce yourself more? Okay. Uh, I'm Ms. Trina, and okay, I teach secondary. And I've been teaching for, okay, don't do the math, but let's just say more than 10 years. Ooh. And um, yeah, I've taught from primary to secondary. That's a long time. Uh, that's a very conservative number. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the thing that kept you going um, kept you teaching this? Um, I guess when you see this, um, when you see the faces of your students, like really understand what you're teaching and then they go beyond. Like oh. you, you want them to connect A and B, but then they also, they also see like, um, a point A, A A point C. So you know the in-betweens. Right. So yeah, it's it's good to see that. Um, so I have a question, Miss. How many okay. hours do you spend um for, for like preparing for a class? How long does it usually take you? Uh depends. Like um Prepare for class. Okay, I don't know how to quantify it because we have to prepare for several classes, right? Yeah. And so sometimes it sort of overlaps. And then oh. some topics from one from one subject you can also use in another subject. So you sort of integrate. Yeah, and then you do a bit of you revise it a bit to fit that class. So in terms of uh, number of hours, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but um, I, I don't know how to quantify. <laughs> is it because every year, is it is it almost the same thing every year? Do you just reuse your um, the stuff you made for uh, every grade? No. Sometimes you reuse it, but you revise it depending on the class. And depending oh, on the right. depending on the class, and then sometimes, um, like for example, uh, last time last year about um, Asia Pacific, right? We were talking mm -hmm. about Asia Pacific, and then what was happening two years ago, like the protests in Hong Kong, right, and China, mm -hmm. and then last year it was COVID, oh. and then this year it was it's uh, Afghanistan. So it, it changes. It depends. Um, so nowadays you're, there's like a lot of projects, especially we're like in IB school. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer when you work in individual groups or in like more than two people? Sorry, sorry, again, can, can you say it again? <laughs> Do you prefer when you're working individually or in groups? Uh, me. Yeah. I prefer depends but I prefer working individually sometimes um, 
because if you work with a group, you have to sort of come up with a group decision, right? So mm -hmm. consensus, right? And then sometimes you don't like it. Oh, okay, fine. Majority is available at this at this time. So okay, fine. I'll just go with it. But if it's individual, you do it on your own time, right? And mm -hmm. sometimes, like, um, you know this, right? Sometimes you don't feel like doing it, and sometimes you feel like doing it. Like all these ideas would come to you, yeah. And then late at night, or sometimes, sometimes last minute, or sometimes way ahead. So that's the time you want to do it. So yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking speaking of groups, mm -hmm. um, if you when you create groups, mess. Are they ever really random or do you kind of tailor them to kind of suit the personalities of people who work together in the group? Personality and ability. Right, right. Yeah. So it's a lot more balanced. Physician teachers say that it's random, but it's actually not random. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Because... <laughs> You know who are the um, type A personality, right? If you put them in one group, right? They all want to be leaders. They all want to be responsible. Ooh. That's not going to work, yeah. right? So yeah, a balance of both. Mm -hmm. And the talkative people mixing with the quiet ones as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then sometimes you see some quiet ones who are very capable, who are very talented, but they just need an in, right? An mm -hmm. opportunity to show that, right? So you give them that uh, opportunity. So yeah. It's really, it must, it must be really hard being a teacher because you have to remember all of these things for every student. Does it ever get repetitive? Repetitive in what way? In, for example, you're teaching and it feels like you've been teaching your whole life and it's, how to say, it gets dull? Um, sometimes yes, sometimes mm -hmm. no. But um, you were talking about the groupings, right? Um, yeah. That one, I guess it comes with experience because when you've been teaching a while, right, you get to see yeah. um, those hidden talents and then you get to learn how to approach this student in a, how do you say it, in a better way so they mm -hmm. don't become, um, you know, so they don't become defensive. So I guess it takes experience also when you've taught for a few years, you, you learn it along the way, and then um, you develop your, in a way, gut instinct. So, yeah. Um, so speaking about like talents, Miss, do you have like any hidden talents which you don't really share with your like students? <laughs> That's why it's hidden, it stays hidden. <laughs> because I've seen your art, Miss, on Facebook. <laughs> Your oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that really one, you know, it took me years <laughs> since the pandemic, right? I tried yeah. it and um, I've made some earrings. It's just that, um, I don't know. I think like I need to learn from you guys, like marketing. 
Because <laughs> right? that one takes time, mm-hmm. right? When you promote your things, the things that you do, when you do promotion, it takes time also. So mm-hmm. yeah, that one, I'm lazy. I mean, mm-hmm. I make it, but then promoting, like taking photos, putting it up in social media, and then this, it takes time as well, right? Okay, that one, lazy. What's do you have if you have any questions for us, Liz, you can also feel free to ask, yes, even though I, we're really inexperienced. Because I know you'll be curious, Miss, about yes. 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 Okay, now it's my turn. Uh-oh. Ready? No, I'm curious what started, no, not this one first, but how did you two click? Oh, oh. You want to start? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually yeah. uh-huh. it, was, it was pretty interesting because generally these um I'm pretty close to Sana and I never really imagined that we'd ever become this close or be friends like this especially at in first impression wise and always my first impression just by judging by um say how they behave like the first day of school or something and that's really kind of biased because it's hard for me to get to know the person really if I judge them early on and how about you Sana? Uh, when I in my first day at school I saw Kay and she seemed like this very smart because she was very quiet right and then I never thought that I would be yeah. friends with her because I was not, you know, like she seemed like super smart, you know. <laughs> I just thought that we wouldn't like click together. Then after like time went by, I guess we learned more about each other. Yeah. So it's more of um what the opportunity, right? Because yeah. if you weren't given the opportunity, you wouldn't really um get to know each other. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, actually I was a bit surprised. Oh, okay, so okay, and Sana, okay, that's good, that's good. Because <laughs> Sana, you were new, right? And yeah. Kay was, um, how do I say it? More of like a, an island, right? You didn't I have so. with, with the, a group of uh, friends, really, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but honestly, was- personally, I do prefer deeper connections with yeah. others rather than being just like dabbling on a lot of things yeah, yeah. and not really having um having really committed yes yes and i because I, I noticed that um how do you say it like you would see like um there's a certain like when you see a person with this group you can tell like, oh, this one, maybe um, it's not that it, uh, that person doesn't belong. It's like a different, right? So you can yeah, yeah, yeah. look for someone who's, you know, similar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, next question. Uh-oh. Did this uh, start? <laughs> how uh, or what? Yeah, how did this start, this bestie board? And how did you come up with the title? It's, it's really uh, unique. It's very interesting. It's we were bored, Liz. It was actually Kay's idea, Best Be Bored. And 
and then I gave it like a nickname, V Cube, because it's <laughs> triple V. It's honestly, we didn't really plan for it to be this big. I mean, it's not big. It's we didn't plan it to be this long. We we thought it was just gonna be that that idea where you just kind of think about it and it just happens. You start it and it just flops because you don't continue it, right? Mm -hmm. But then, yeah. I think that even when you go to college, when you grow older, I think that maybe just once a week, once once in two weeks, we can always like keep in touch. So yeah, maybe. Yes, yes. This is a good idea, actually. Um, okay, you actually inspire me. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been an idea for me, like, long, long. Even I think last year, I've been also wanting to start one, but it's just that, okay, how do I start? You know, the usual ones when you want to start something, it's like, how and can I do this? You know, really nervous. But then, okay, so now I've seen you start it. So yeah, I'm inspired by you because you've started it. And how many episodes have you had? This is this one is going to be the it's just ten. Yeah, it's ten. Yeah, wow. that's good. When did you start? Uh, ten weeks ten ago. Weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So far, so good. So yeah. Far, so good. I think the greatest thing about this is that. I learned for me personally, and maybe for Sana as well, that the things that you really plan to make sometimes just come out of a whim. This one, we did, we never really planned it. And it just so happened that we didn't really have the right equipments. We just had this. We just had our laptop. We just had online stuff. And it kind of turned out to be a bit bigger than we imagined it to be. So it might get bigger in our utilities might get a bit better as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, it will. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So where do you um not publish? Is it the word publish? When where do you air it? Okay, there you go. Oh, where do you air it? I use this website, it's called Anchor. So yeah. if you just upload it to that website, they would um, distribute it to like Spotify podcasts like that it'll distribute it to all the platforms and it's also free so uh, okay so it's in spotify yeah it's also there on spotify uh -huh. all right so 10 weeks 10 episodes <laughs> okay that's good um okay last question what have you learned what are the things that you've learned while doing this podcast about the podcast about um podcasting business and about yourselves <laughs> i've become the host <laughs> <laughs> okay miss so um, <laughs> in terms of podcasting we didn't really learn much <laughs> because i mean we did learn how to kind of make it a bit more professional and stuff um, compared to how we started off. In terms of podcasting, we learned every week, we've kind of established a color palette for our um, covers every week. And it's more of like Sana 
uploads the audio to Spotify and I'll be creating the illustrations for it. And it's not, although it's, it's an extra task for students, I feel like it's, it's worth it because socializing at least once a week and just kind of recording it for other people to hear is, doesn't really take that long. And it's a bit, it's more worthwhile me is that I got like the opportunity to learn more about K and also learn more about myself because every week we would have like a specific topic and some of it and those whatever K thinks about that I didn't know that before we started this podcast so I think it's really useful that we have like a specific topic every week sometimes you would yeah. argue and debate about this <laughs> that's not that's good Miss, if you were if you were a teacher right now, where would you be? Um, hmm. Okay, um, I wasn't trained to be a teacher. Hmm. Really, educational background is not really teaching. Um, it's behavioral science. So my first job was um, I was in training in the hmm. Department of Foreign Affairs. So I stayed there for three years. And then what got me to teaching was um, I became a volunteer, mm -hmm. sort of a missionary volunteer um, for a year. I was in the uh, island of Mindanao mm -hmm. in the Philippines. So I stayed there for a year. Usually when you volunteer, you become whatever that community needs. So that community needed a high school teacher. So I became a teacher and then um, I enjoyed it so much. It, it's, a, it's a very poor farming community. So we didn't yeah. really get any salary. It's more of allowance. Mm -hmm. And when I heard the amount, I'm like, how can we live with that amount? But, mm -hmm. um, but the thing was, it's a very, it's a poor community. So, um, I had high school students wherein, you know, they'll be absent, not because they're sick, because um, one of their family members is sick, so they had to take care, so they had to stay at home and take care of the house, or um, they would be in one of those um, farm in the area, um, cutting down um, weeds, right, oh. so working, right? Or sometimes uh, when you go to the market um, in the weekend, like Sunday or Saturday, you see them um, working as one of the sellers in one of the stores. So um, in a way, you, I, I saw how blessed I was. Mm -hmm. And then um, I enjoyed the teaching there because you can see that they really wanted to learn. They really wanted to learn for some of them. Uh, they're the first one in their family to even high school or even graduate high school. And because um, when sometimes um, sometimes you feel desperation, like because some of them are quite capable, but then um, when I suggested that they apply for scholarships, they said, no, it's okay. Uh, high school is enough. We, we cannot afford to or my family cannot afford to send me to university, even if it's on a scholarship. 
So for them, it's like, um, it's, it's a bit depressing because for them, it's like, there's no more hope. After this, that's it. So I stay at home, I get married or, or yeah, that's it. So it, it's, um, I guess that's why I continued on as a teacher because I really, because you see the impact on others. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That's so interesting. Okay, so I didn't answer the question. <laughs> okay, so what would I be? I guess I would be um, working in an NGO. Mm. Yeah, so um, most probably working in an NGO um, that basically deals with, um, what's the proper term? Um, those who didn't have enough opportunities to have a better mm -hmm. life. So yeah, there you go. In a way, that's kind of similar to teaching because you're bringing um, people together and giving them the opportunity to learn things that if they didn't have education, they wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have thought of. Yes, yes. And it's like, you're not limiting it to school, right? Because um, mm -hmm. education doesn't have to be in a formal school, right? So it can be in other ways. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any other questions for us, Miss? Uh, sorry? Do you have any other questions for us? Because you're open. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, I have a question for Miss Trina. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Did, did you, you taught in public schools as well, Miss, or in all of no, the one where they needed the volunteer, it's a private school, but mm. uh, yeah, it's a private school, but um, they didn't have enough money. So, you know, in the Kampong Kampong, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's run by, um, it's a religious, run by religious groups. I see. By, yeah. over, over the course of your teaching, do you think students, generally the students you meet or in certain places, are they generally more um inclined to learn a bit more curious how is it um people the private schools or i don't want this to sound controversial um like higher end ones how do um where how do you think the difference is in their approach to education or the students mindsets do you think in different areas okay so um, my experience is all private school uh -huh. so but um like the one i volunteered in um majority of the students are on the lower income level yeah right so um they are hmm, how do you say it not necessarily more curious but because for them they see it as an opportunity mm -hmm. uh, for a better better life right better better chance at the better life um, for others with a higher level social level um, sometimes I'm not generalizing but sometimes um, some of them tend to take it for granted 
Yeah. <laughs> so, because um, the others, they know. They know the importance of education, but sometimes it also depends on um, the values, maybe on what they see from the parents. It's like I had, parents. Um, yeah, the parents and the students, because I, mm -hmm. I, uh, I had a student. Um, his family is very, it's a, he came from a prominent family. Okay. And, and um, uh, it's weird because um, during PTC, the mom asked me, because they're in grade seven, right? So going to high school. So the student at that time didn't have a school yet. He wasn't accepted yet in the other schools that he has applied in. So it was weird because the mom asked me, do you know anyone from this school who can help my son? So oh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And he, he, uh, that the boy came from a prominent family. It's just a, uh, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of weird. yeah. Oh so, yeah. I think that it's also Sorry. yeah. You get a lot of connections with other teachers as well, right? Yes. Yes. I think that more people have to like volunteer to teach. Because especially in the study I've done, I found that most of the women struggle to send their children to school. And then they end up doing the same work as them, which is trash collecting. So I feel like if more people um, volunteer to teach and getting education is easier, I think that less people would be in that livelihood. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. Um, if like one of the cast programs you have in in school, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we're not mentioning anything. Or, uh, actually, it it doesn't have to go through school. You, I mean, you can always uh, round up some students who would be interested, and then because you already have the connections with the NGO, right? So even mm -hmm. online, you can teach them some basic stuff, like um, maybe with basic English or basic mathematics, just more of like tutorial, so support. Yeah, that would be good. That would but those, be good. But those are for like the students who are not really very poor, especially for the people I interviewed, they're very poor. So they don't have like a phone, they have no like communication. So you actually have to go to the spot and teach them. Yeah, so. it's, um, it's, how do you say it? It's a challenge because because of the pandemic, right? Mm. And also because I'm not a citizen of Indonesia, it's difficult for me to get permission to do this kind of work. That's also another challenge. Oh, okay, okay. Don't they have, um, I mean, like, don't they have programs where um, you can just go and teach because I know I've attended was it Kita Bisa or there was another organization um, it's like they teach they have uh, informal uh, teaching session for street children under the bridge in Jakarta yeah I've read it's about like, that yeah yeah anyone can just you know they have the schedule if you want to come yeah yeah, I think that's really nice because you don't really need like a teaching degree to do that. If you have like the basic knowledge, 
especially yes. for the street children if you could teach simple stuff like how to make artworks like that they can use that like life skills to make a living yes. it doesn't have to be really complicated yeah yeah i agree it's, it's really important yeah mm -hmm. in your in your opinion miss how much do you think we teach in school like structured schools um such as our school right now do you think how much do you think the students what the students are learning are really relevant to what they're going to do in the future or is it how okay whatever the kids are learning if they are uh, if they're going to use it mm. yeah or the standards you know because sometimes you have to have the standard to to um fit into the working society right ah okay so you're talking more of like your opinion no yeah. talking more we're talking more of the, like um not behavior but more of behavior and uh, relationship with others how they relate with others right because um like there are uh okay you have the different domains of intelligence right so mm -hmm. sometimes you have i'm not generalizing but like sometimes you have these graduates with all these awards right and one uh one of the challenges that they encounter is when they start working um sometimes when you start when you work in an office okay you have the rules um it's not always black and white, right? There are certain um, situations wherein it's not that you bend the rules, but you sort of look at the situation and you don't just say, okay, we did this, you have to be punished, right? Uh, you have mm -hmm. to look at the situation, right? But sometimes some, some, some who are highly intelligent with all these awards, sometimes they, they, they cannot, or they cannot, or they're having a hard time dealing with that. It's like, this is black, should be black. So this is why it should be white. So um, that's where it's difficult for them. Oh, so it's almost like school isn't isn't really a reflection of what you're going to do in the future or how it's going to be like with other people. I think the schools um, kind of train you more on the social side as well as in your jobs. So. Um, yes, for both. But then you have to remember that, like for example, when you see the rules, it's not always like black and white. Like for example, mm -hmm. um, you have to wear this uniform at this, with this kind of, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not that we overlook, but sometimes, okay, well, in certain situations, maybe maybe this student student's socks were dry enough. So he has to wear another pair of socks without the the logo, right? So yeah. you tend to, you know, <laughs> give considerations, right? If it is it the first time, is it always right? So, um, so what basically the the answer is, um, it depends. Okay, so it depends. Uh, school and um, working environment. Um, it can be similar, it can be different. It's just on how you deal with it. Oh. So 
that's how you deal with it. And okay, um, your question is, whatever you're learning, are we going to use it after school? Um, you can, you can actually. Um, okay, I'm, I'm more of, okay, I'm talking about this one from the social science side, right? Okay, for example, yeah. um, okay, for example, math major, science major. So you have all these math things and then all these um, like inventions and all those. So you can do all those great things, but what's the reason or how can you use it to better um, serve society? So the question is whatever um, math or science inventions you produce, um, why not use it to make other people's lives or society better, right? So am I, am I still answering the question? So basically- <laughs> So right, miss, I already forgot my question too. Um, <laughs> it, it answers uh, it, miss. It, it answers it, right? right? So yes, you can. Um, if if you use it or you utilize it for the benefit of others, yeah, then it stops there. Because not all of the subjects we're learning is is going to be relevant to what we'd want to do, right? It's more of experience. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> because uh I, I don't know because from what i've seen like maybe right now you're learning about math or science or, or other language stuff mm -hmm. you don't see the you don't see the use right mm -hmm. but if actually down the line like in the future you may need this knowledge you may eventually need this knowledge um for whatever it is that you're doing so everything it's like full circle. Everything yeah. will come full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that I answered the question. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Okay. It's um, like even even though um even though we're learning these kind of hard stuff in math. Maybe it's not the really the concept that we remember. Probably something else such as the social, social um, yeah, the social skills that we learn in school. Do you think? Last question. <laughs> I'm asking it too much. Um, in the working environment with your colleagues or teachers in general, they have a lot of lives beyond teaching, right? Um. Are they still, are they still, do you think teachers are still able to enjoy life outside of teaching if uh, with, with having a lot of students, like, like you're teaching a lot of people at the same time, right? It can be kind of stressful. Um, I think it should be the number one rule. Like, yeah, should, yeah. even you guys, like there's so much work, but you should always, always um, set time for what you enjoy doing. Because, um, it also affects your work, right? Mm. Um, like, you cannot be creative if you're busy. 
right? Because sometimes uh, ideas, great ideas comes when you're bored, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then ideas come. So yeah, it's, it's very important that there should be a what? Balance. Uh, yes, a balance. Yes, yes. So there. <laughs> So we've talked about a lot of things about education and teaching in general, and also stuff about life skills. So in in general, teaching is difficult. Learning can be also difficult. And I think it's important that all of us appreciate our teachers because sometimes we, we only see them as our teachers, but they have a life outside of it. And it's also important that in when we're working, we also have a life outside of our work yeah that's what i've learned sana fun <laughs> yeah um, i think that's pretty much it i think we all have to um stay motivated we shouldn't we shouldn't think that life is only based on books you should also like explore what you're passionate about I agree wait that's it Oh, <laughs> learning is fun. Don't oh. forget, teaching is fun. Learning is fun. It just depends how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for today. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.